Source Code deciphers weekly news podcast that takes a look behind the scenes at top news with input from our sources. This week, four scout researchers disclosed a set of 56 vulnerabilities discovered in numerous operational technology, or OT, devices from 10 different vendors. Attackers with network access to a target device could exploit these vulnerabilities in order to remotely execute code, change the logic, files or firmware of OT devices, bypass authentication, compromise credentials, cause denial of service attacks, or have a range of operational impacts. Daniel Dos Santos, head of security research with Forescout, talks about the flaws and OT security overall. Since there are way too many vulnerabilities, right, like 56, we we, we typically talk about those, those categories, right? So we talk about the insecure engineering protocols, the broken authentication schemes, the insecure firmware updates, and the remote code executions. Um, there are different impacts. We can talk about the impacts of those as well. Like you said, the, the compromise of credentials, which falls into the, the broken authentication part and so on. So if we look like, again, quantitatively at, at, at a macro level, the majority of them, a bit more than one third, were related to compromise of credentials. And that's either via... Uh, protocols that are not encrypted and transmit uh, sensitive uh, data, right? like credentials, right, in plain text, so, so somebody on the network can, can sniff them and, and get, the, get the credentials directly, or in some cases, hard-coded credentials, devices that have services like FTP or SSH or Telnet that just have pre, uh, kind of pre-configured credentials for, for access to, to those. Or in some cases, there was also uh, some passwords that are generated or that are hashed with uh, algorithms that are are insecure, right? So that goes more into, it's almost like an implementation error in a way, but it's more like a design error. It still fits in the the secure by design category, but it's kind of of an edge case there. And then if you look at the next um, two types of impact, you have firmware manipulation and, and remote code execution, right? which is kind of the next third or a little bit more than a third there. Um, so firmware manipulation is because oftentimes uh, there is no verification for uh, signatures on, on firmware, right? So whether they came from actually uh, the company that is producing, that should be producing firmware for those devices, and there's no integrity check to know that the firmware being uh, uh, uploaded to a device is actually, or downloaded to a device is actually the firmware that, uh, that was obtained at, at, at some point, right? So there could be some some uh, tampering that uh, there along the, the supply chain. And when you're talking about RCEs, there are a few different ways to get RCEs via uh, logic downloads or via uh, memory operations directly uh, that some protocols support. So basically, the impact that these things can have in the end is, is somewhat similar, right? Like depending on the credential that you get, if it gives full root access to a device uh, or from there you can escalate privileges, you can fully take control of a device. At the same time with the RCEs and the, and the firmware manipulation, right? Depending on the firmware that you that you tamper with, depending on, on the level of the RCE, you can get full control of a device. So that those are the really the, the, the most serious stuff. And then we're talking about two thirds of the vulnerabilities here, as I said. Right? Um, the other one third, it's kind of split between a lot of different uh, types of uh, impacts. 
you have things like uh, denial of the service that you mentioned or authentication bypass, manipulation of configuration of files of logic and, and different things that, that run uh, on an OT device, right? So that's kind of the, the third, the last third, let's say, of vulnerabilities. In other news, a ransomware attack was disclosed that targeted the well-known Log4j flaw in order to deploy Avos Locker. Researchers detailed the month-long ransomware attack this week, which impacted an unnamed company in order to target instances of the VMware Horizon Unified Access Gateway that were vulnerable to the Log4j flaw. Threat actors used a newer variant of Avos Locker previously discovered earlier this year, which targets Linux environments in addition to Windows machines. The attack, coupled with these recent changes, demonstrate how Avos Locker is likely to proliferate in the future, according to Cisco Talos researchers. Nick Biasini, head of outreach with Cisco Talos, breaks down the campaign. Avos Locker is another ransomware cartel. Uh, They were first identified in 2021, and they do primarily target Windows machines. Uh, In the campaign that we analyzed, they gained initial access by leveraging the Log4j vulnerabilities, uh, specifically compromising a VMware Horizons uh, server. This is something that we continue to see adversaries, especially the affiliates associated with ransomware cartels, continue to make use of. Uh, Once they had access, they used a variety of offensive security tools and lulbins to to maintain and grow their access on the endpoints. Uh, This included using things like Cobalt Strike and Sliver. Once they did have access, uh, they were able to deploy their ransomware payload. Uh, This is yet another example of the threats that enterprises face every single day. Whether a combination of affiliates or ransomware cartels, these groups are actively trying to compromise networks all over the planet every single day. Please make sure that you have your security tools in place, that they're configured properly, and that you are aware of any risks or vulnerabilities you may have accepted over the years. Please do read the blog for further details, including some of the specific commands the actors ran while they were on end systems. This should really help defenders start to understand how these adversaries operate in the network. Researchers stress that a layered defense model is critical for businesses to be able to detect and protect against post-exploitation activity seen in this campaign. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were happy with planning.